Welcome to a podcast designed to bring biblical encouragement to your weary soul. We are so glad you're listening, and we pray God blesses you and strengthens you in your walk with Him. The Sweet Sela Moments podcast is brought to you by the cooperative efforts of Sweet Sela Ministries and Word Radio. Sit back and enjoy. Welcome to the Sweet Sela Moments podcast. This is episode 104, Walking in Faithfulness. I love faithfulness, Sharon. To have people in your life that you can count on is such a gift. And of course, to have God who is always faithful, as my Heavenly Father is so reassuring. Two of the most faithful people in my life growing up were my parents, actually. My dad came from um, kind of an abusive and very dysfunctional family, where church was a punishment. They dragged him to the local Catholic church, and it was not something he enjoyed. And my mom was a pastor's kid in a pretty strict church where she couldn't do anything quite well enough. So neither one had a great early experience in churches, but they came to know Christ and rededicated themselves to him. And I can count on one hand the Sundays we missed growing up. They were very faithful. You were an always there family. We were, you know, Mm -hmm. and we really enjoyed going to church for the most part. You know, we had been part of a a few churches in the process of moving and settling into areas that were not so great. But they, my parents helped instill a love and a habit of church attendance, and that was really precious. It is precious, and it takes it takes effort to get children dressed and Mm -hmm. out the door on a Sunday morning. Oh my goodness, I can remember when our kids were little. It seemed like. All our fights took place on a Sunday morning between yes. Ray and me. Why is that? Why is that? <laughs> and I finally, I finally got over um, expecting things from Ray that he was not able to give, mm. and just got up earlier and yeah. got them ready early, and and everything was peaceful again. And it was so Ooh. worth it. It really. And then you was. had time to find the lost shoe or time. untangle the knots in the hair. Exactly. <laughs> I was always trying to sleep in that little bit, and oh, then yes. it's. Where's the shoe? And Ray'd be like, how do I know where the shoe is? Right. <laughs> right? This then, one'll work. That's a mud boot. <laughs> so we'd get to church, but you know, then we're we're mad. Oh yeah. And that is not the way to go. So anyways, I understand why it's hard for people to get to church. Yes. And I think nowadays it's harder than ever because so many activities happen oh, on a Sunday. Yes. You're fighting yeah. every sporting activity and every you adventure are. out there. Yeah. Yeah. And yet there's such a sweetness about faithfully being there. Oh, there yeah. There really is. Oh, that was a good example. Yeah, I liked yeah. it. It's funny. As I was thinking of faithfulness, I thought of my parents and Ray's parents both. Mm. We are blessed that we have parents that um, stayed married mm. uh, and loved each other. And my parents still do love each other. They're no. living. Ray's parents have died. <laughs> and uh, I loved watching their love growing so up. Sweet. Mom and Dad gamble were just inseparable. They did things together, uh, sometimes more than Mom Gamble wanted. I remember when Dad <laughs> Gamble first retired, he didn't really have hobbies, so yeah. he's like, so what are we doing today? And she'd think, oh, wow, you're with me all day now. <laughs> but they adjusted, and right. they did a lot of trips together. They did some camping together. Oh. And when Mom got sick, mm. Dad got sick, they both did at different times, they were there cleaning out the wounds, you know, sitting in the hospital day after day, never leaving the other side. Oh, that's so sweet. Just such an example. Yeah. And then my parents as well. Mm -hmm. They met from two different cultures. Mom's British, Daddy's American. And uh, they had to meld their cultures together. And there were differences. And as my mother said, there were some marital moments (laughs) when things did not go smoothly. Right. But... um, (laughs) 
but they've stayed married. They've stayed oh. happy. They still walk together every day. They play Scrabble every night. They have an ongoing Scrabble battle. Oh, my goodness. How and cute. it just blesses me that in my heritage mm. are people that stuck it out. Oh, when that it was hard and when it was easy, isn't yeah. it? It's a huge gift. I'm so, so grateful. Mm. So faithfulness is a wonderful thing. And it is. I feel we should define it. We've kind of talked about people that have lived it out in their lives. Yeah. But what's the definition? Hmm, the definition of faithfulness. So from dictionary.com, it says the quality of being faithful or fidelity. The fact or quality of being true to one's word or commitments. As to one as to what one has pledged to do, professed to believe, etc. Lasting loyalty and trust, trustworthiness in relationships, especially in marriage and friendships. Huh. And the quality of adhering to a standard or an original or a fact. So there, there were a lot of definitions for faithfulness. Sometimes you get like one or two, but there is all of a these ton. things describing yeah, how yeah. one can be faithful. Yeah. Basically, if somebody's faithful to you, you can trust them. Yes, they've got your back. You don't yeah. have to worry about yeah. something being let down yeah. there. You're not blindsided. Mm. So, oh, I want to be that faithful friend. Oh, yeah, what and a gift faithful to wife. others. Yes, yes, oh. yes. yes. <laughs> well, it's a fruit of the Spirit. Yeah. And so, therefore, we need God's help with it. Absolutely. And in marriage, <laughs> definitely. Yes. <laughs> we need God's help with it. So, but we're going to look at some characters from the Bible that exhibited faithfulness mm. and um, take turns with that and just um, kind of examine and the faithfulness in their own lives. Yeah. And I'm starting way back in Genesis with Noah. Hmm. <clears throat> he was faithful to God in the weirdest of circumstances. Mm. He's told to build an ark. And I saw you've seen the ark, right? Yes. I haven't seen it. It's wild. The one that was built to scale in mm -hmm. what state? Kentucky? Kentucky. Kentucky. Yes. I'm going someday. That's on my bucket list. Mm. If I don't get there here... In this life, God will show me the ark in heaven. <laughs> right. Anyways, it's huge. It's it is so big. huge. Yeah. It had to hold all the animals. It was huge. He's building it on dry land. He, there's no <laughs> right. water around. A lot of scholars believe there was also no rain at that time. Right. It was just sort of a mist, and it wasn't until the flood that some kind of atmospheric thing yes. changed. I can't, don't ask me, explain it, because I'm not scientific. But <laughs> anyways, this was craziness. Yeah. He looks completely crazy to be out there building something. Unbelievable. <laughs> this was craziness. And it took years. Mm. I don't know how many. Um, it was between his 500th and his 600th year. I studied that in Genesis, but I don't know more than that. Mm. So it could have taken almost 100 years. He also had to gather two of every animal and right. seven of some animals. <clears throat> so he did this year after year after year after year, hmm. faithfully doing what God asked with uh, no rain. <laughs> and no water. Actions. <laughs> Unbelievable. So I chose wow. a verse that, that kind of explains it in Hebrews, actually. I didn't go to Genesis for it. Right. Hebrews 11, 7 says this. By faith, Noah, mm. when warned about things not yet seen, in holy fear built an ark to save his family. Mm. By his faith, he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness that is in keeping with faith. He was warned about things not seen, wow. and he trusted. Yeah. And um, so we need to do the same. Sometimes God tells us to do something that's hard, and we don't see the good and forgiving mm -mm. or whatever, <laughs> right? But we do it, and we yeah. trust. So there's Goodness a great good. example of faithfulness. You got an story. example of faithfulness? Yeah, I get to talk about Abraham. He's pretty cool, too. He <laughs> is. He is. So way back there in Genesis as well. So Abraham... He had a really great life. He was all settled in a really nice city with a lot of 
um, nice, cushy advances back then, you know? Yeah, and yeah. God said, um, I'm going to make you a great nation, even though you're old and have no children. Leave. <laughs> Can you stay Leave your, That part just kills me. Unbelievable. Leave and he takes them outside, shows them the stars, and says, this is how many children you're going to have. Still, they had no children. And he was faithful, and he trusted God, and he went into the desert. And you know what kills, what really gets me is that Abraham never saw his millions of children. He never saw no. the promised land. No. He mm-hmm. ended up living his life out in the desert, trusting in God, being faithful to him, you know, waiting to see that promise fulfilled. But he never, I mean, he did get a little, he got a little weary and sidetracked at one point. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Tried to rush so ahead the children. That. Yeah. <laughs> but he remained faithful into the end as he well. Did. So he what, did. It's, it's a wonderful so example. Yeah. He really is. He really is. And then no wonder they named Isaac Laughter, you know, oh, when they I finally know. had their that kid. That just makes me giggle. <laughs> just cracked them up. I mean, he's 100, right? When yeah, he has she was child. like 99. Yeah, yeah, I can't even imagine. Something like that. Yep. Very past the prime yes. of having children. <laughs> I love that story. Here's I love it. Boy. And I love um, how he believed in what he did not see. Mm, absolutely. And then after they had Isaac, he was told to sacrifice him. Again, makes no sense. And he was None. faithful. He got, right up the, up the next morning. He remember? Yes. The next morning, he gets up and yeah. goes. Tied him up, got the knife in the air, and then God was like, actually, stop. This is... Yes, <laughs> this yes, I actually, I will provide the ram. Yeah, but wow, yeah. his faithfulness yeah. is astonishing. He is. He's like the father of all faithfulness. Yes. you got a good <laughs> one there. I know, I love nice Abraham. <laughs> well, my next one's at the end of Genesis, and it's Joseph. Oh. I love Joseph. He's Joseph, the too. little kid with the rainbow coat who was absolutely <laughs> his daddy's favorite. Oh, yes. He might have been number 11 in mm. children. <laughs> but he was number one for Rachel, the wife that Jacob wanted from the very yes, beginning. The one he really so loved. he was in Jacob's mind kind of his firstborn son. And the other guys were not pleased with that Mm-mm. decision. <laughs> so, of course, they want to kill him. Instead, they merely sell him into slavery where he has to be a slave for the rest of his life in a foreign land, right. Egypt. And what does he do? He faithfully does the right thing. Mm -hmm. He works hard for Potiphar, the guy that he's assigned to. Everything prospers because Mm -hmm. he's doing right. Right. Even though he could have been bitter and angry because nothing had gone his way and it wasn't his fault. He was his dad's favorite. Right. He went from being a spoiled child to an indentured servant. And so he did good. (laughs) He did. And then, of course, Potiphar's wife accuses him falsely. And he gets thrown into prison. And what does old Joseph do? He does well in prison as well. So So I'm reading from Genesis 39, 19 to 23 here. When his master, Potiphar, heard the story, his wife told him, saying, This is how your slave treated me. He burned with anger. Joseph's master took him and put him in prison, the place where the king's prisoners were confined. But while Joseph was there in the prison, the Lord was with him. He showed him kindness granted him favor in the eyes of the prison warden. So the warden put Joseph in charge of all those held in the prison. Why? Because Joseph was trustworthy. He was still being faithful to God. Amazing. And, back to the scripture, he was made responsible for all that was done there. The warden paid no attention to anything under Joseph's care because the (laughs) Lord was with Joseph and gave him success in whatever he did. Wow. So the warden had a cushy job, basically, because he made Joseph the warden. I was going to say, free labor, and he trusted him. He didn't check anything he said. Joseph was faithful. Wow. Joseph continued to be faithful when Mm. everything said, why should I be faithful to a God who keeps letting bad things happen to me? And I've heard... Many women say that to me. Mm-hmm. What does God have against me? Why should I love him anymore? You know? Well, because he's good mm. and because he still loves you, even yeah. if he's allowed bad things. Yeah. Look at our Joseph. I know. I know. Just keeps getting from bad to worse, but yep. his faithfulness But it's continued. still better to be good. 
Yes, the thing. <laughs> that's true. Even he, like, oh, that's, that's a happen. good point. Yeah. It's still better to be good. He would have been miserable if he had been bitter well, and angry. Yeah, and it wouldn't have gotten him anywhere. Wasted away in prison. You're right. Yeah. But because he followed God and was faithful in the goodness, yeah. he was yeah. able to have a better life within Eventually. the troubles. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. So very okay. interesting. I get to talk about Ruth. I love Ruth. Yes, <laughs> I do too. We just did a study on I Ruth. Know. I've enjoyed it. Yeah. She's so faithful. So her husband dies. She doesn't have to stay with her mother-in-law. And sometimes relationships with mother-in-laws can be a little tricky. Yeah. Her sister, her sister-in-law had already left to go back to her family. Ruth was faithful and she stayed with Naomi. She went back to her homeland. Yeah. She faithfully provided for her. She went out and got a job for her and she just stayed with her to the end, even though there was nothing in it for Ruth. She had to travel to a foreign land as a foreigner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. get treated probably not great because she was a foreigner mm-hmm. and she was faithful to the end and then God brought her to Boaz yeah and then she got to get married and have a baby <laughs> I love it and Where then Jesus the came baby from? she was faithful because yeah. she gave Obed to Naomi and oh, Naomi that's right. it, it, it came under Naomi's family line not so Boaz is the first right. child that's so right. they kind of co-parented that's so cool. I, That's really tough to do. Are you kidding me? <laughs> she had had no children for 10 years with Naomi's son. Right. So she'd been barren. She finally has a baby, oh. and she places it on Naomi's lap. That's awfully nice. Incredible faithfulness yeah. and love to Naomi. Mm. You know, No wonder they say all those words that Ruth say, said that in the marriage verse. ceremony. Wherever yeah. you go, I will go. Wherever you die, I will die. Yeah. May God deal with me ever so severely. If anything but death, separate you and me. Yeah. That's a very faithful statement. Yeah. I don't think it's yeah. better than yeah. that. Yeah. And she chose God all the way through. So good. She did. Yeah. Well, I, we talked about David and Jonathan's friendship yeah. um, back when we did our study on David. And their faithfulness was amazing because Jonathan was, hello, going to be the next king after Saul. Mm-hmm. And instead, Jonathan mm-hmm. recognized that God had chosen David, not him. Yeah. And instead of you know joining his father and trying to kill David, right. he actually hid David several times from his dad. And he was loyal to David. Mm-hmm. And he was going to stand by David's side. He, he was killed, unfortunately, so he couldn't. But Jonathan was a faithful friend it's to his own life. detriment. Yeah. Oh. Unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, man. Jonathan's just so a hero to yeah. me. Yeah. But then David, when he becomes king, uh, realizes that he could still be faithful to Jonathan even after Jonathan's death and seeks out uh, any remaining children that were alive of Jonathan's. There's one, Mephibosheth, who is crippled. And uh, Mephibosheth, scared to death, comes into Jonathan. David's presence, yeah. and David lets him, I'll just, I, I, I've got too many scriptures to read on this one, I'll just read the last little bit. When Mephibosheth, son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, came to David, he bowed down to pay him honor. David said, Mephibosheth, at your service, he replied, he's yeah. scared. <laughs> Don't be afraid, David said to him, for I will surely show you kindness for the sake of your father Jonathan. I will restore to you all the land that belonged to your grandfather Saul, hmm. David's enemy, yeah. And you will always eat at my table. Wow. What? He did not have to do that. Jonathan was gone. He no, didn't and know. And Mephibosheth wasn't looking for it at no. all. He was scared to death at what was right. going to happen. He's like, I'm the no. only survivor. What's going to happen now? Right. Wow. But he was faithful mm. past death to Jonathan. That's so good. The faithfulness, it's towards God almost at this point because yeah, it is. He's, because his friend isn't going to benefit from that and this guy was just living his life didn't yeah. know that he could have a better life if a king right. bestowed favor on him yeah but, oh that's just I know I love that story they have a cool relationship 
Yeah. Well, let's talk about Daniel. <laughs> He's a great example, too. Yeah, so brought into captivity as a young man, he stayed faithful to his ways and asked for permission to not eat the way everyone else was being forced mm-hmm. to eat. And mm-hmm. God blessed him, and he thrived in that crazy diet in this new land. <laughs> so I just love that. <laughs> All vegetables. Yep. And, and then he would be, he was so faithful in his praying. He prayed three times a day. Yep. And I believe Every it was day. fairly public, too, because people mm-hmm. saw him and reported him to the king mm-hmm. in a land that did not worship the one true God. So that was mm-hmm. an odd thing. And then he was faithful to the end and refusing to bow down to the idol. Then he was thrown into the pit of lions, mm-hmm. which then God protected him from. Yes, he did. Yeah. So faithful to, he, I mean, I think he was assuming he was going to die in that pit of lions. Because yep. one has never heard of God stopping lions. No, one has never before. heard of that. They were hungry. Yeah, because he they was threw faithful. in everybody else afterwards and they, lions had no trouble destroying the rest. Oh my goodness, yes. Yeah, so so he was faithful unto death for Christ. He, he was. was willing to go to his death for him. Yeah, yeah, I love it. And Daniel's another one who you could easily have turned his back on God. Yeah. Right? He's new taken, culture, he's ripped country. away yes. from everything. You know, God God honors, if not in this life, in the next <laughs> life, those that are faithful, whether we get rewards here or not. That's and I, I think we're seeing that over and over again. Yeah. Faithfulness is, is knowing that God is who he says he is mm. and that no matter what he allows in, right. he is still good. Yeah, even if he'd allowed the lions to eat Daniel, there would have been rewards and yeah. faithfulness. Yeah, then. his friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, when they yes. got the fire furnace, yeah. it was like, you know, our God's going to deliver us. But even if he doesn't, yeah. he's still our God. Oh, that right? always gives me chills. Oh, Say man. that before. Man. That's it. <laughs> That's this is the faith God wants. Yeah. Not faith that we snap our fingers and he does what we want, so therefore we like him. Right. He's not our genie. No. He's either God or he isn't. <laughs> yep. And he actually never promised any of us a rose garden. I know. Right? And we want that so much. I know. I know it. So, but, but um, Daniel had a good, yeah. he had a great faithfulness and it's such an encouragement to us, you know? It is such an encouragement. <laughs> so I'm going to move on to Hosea because Hosea actually represents God's faithfulness. This is a hard story a, to read. <laughs> yeah. Talk about a crazy thing to do. Hosea, yeah. go marry a woman who is a prostitute and who will not be faithful to you after you marry her. <laughs> right. Have fun with that. That does not sound like a fun right. marriage. <laughs> so Hosea does yeah. and they have children together and then Gomer, her name, leaves and goes back to a uh, life of prostitution. Mm. So, um, and then God says, go buy her back again. I know. And love her again. <laughs> so, um, so I'm going to read Hosea 3, 1 through 5, because I, I just love the way this goes. <laughs> the Lord said to me, Hosea, go, show your love to your wife again, though she is loved by another man and is an adulteress. <laughs> love her as the Lord loves the Israelites, though they turn to other gods and love the sacred raisin cakes. Wow. Demonstrate that I am loving an adulterous people. Wow. This is our God. So I bought her for 15 shekels of silver and about a homer, and a lethic of barley. (laughs) Then I told her, you are to live with me many days. You must not be a prostitute or be intimate with any man, and I will behave the same toward you. For the Israelites will live many days without king or prince, without sacrifice or sacred stones, without ephod or household gods. Afterward, the Israelites will return and seek the Lord their God and David their king. They will come trembling to the Lord and to his blessings in the Mm. last days. So Hosea was asked to live out 
how God loves us. Mm. <laughs> and his faithfulness to the people Israel was even after they went after the raisin cakes and the idols and stuff, right. he bought them back by the blood of Christ. Mm. And he buys us, redeems us by his blood. Mm. That's how much he loves us. That's how faithful he is to an unfaithful people. Mm. Once he makes covenant with us, Nicole, he's faithful. He doesn't, he doesn't break it. his word. We I break know. ours. You oh, can see the faithfulness man. of God so much in this story, too, of Hosea. But just, oh, just God, his faithfulness to us and never letting us go and never, never failing. Does. Yep. Yeah. That's so yeah. good. All right. So I'm going to talk about Mary and Joseph. Oh, I love them. They are such a nice couple. <laughs> they were both faithful and an incredibly difficult path that God called each of them to. You know, yeah, Mary, yeah. he called her to be the mother of the Messiah and carry this completely unexpected pregnancy. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. Joseph to trust God's plan and to marry her despite this miraculous pregnancy with, you know, no explanations right? and take care of her and the baby. And they were both faithful. Both yeah. of them called to a hard task, coming together in faithfulness to follow God and then committing to raising the Messiah. Wow, that's a big task. I can't imagine. Like, no, 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 don't pick me. (laughs) I'm going to mess this up. But they were were faithful up until, I mean, you know, I don't know when Joseph died in his son's life, but uh, Mary was faithful and stood with him through the end. That must have been so devastating. Just at his feet watching her son die. Yep. So faithfulness to the end for sweet Beautiful couple. God Mm -hmm. chose well. Of course he he did. did. Of course he would know. (laughs) But they were very faithful. (laughs) And then, of course, our Jesus was faithful. He, in the end, and at the Garden of Gethsemane, begged for another way. Mm. The human in him did not want the cross, yeah. you know, and yet he did it. <laughs> and I, I love what um, Hebrews 12 taught when it talks about fixing our eyes on Jesus. Mm. So I'm going to read um, verses two and three. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him, Jesus, who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Wow. Look at what he Jesus did for, did for us. us. His yes. faithfulness to us, <laughs> to the point of death, Yeah. right? And Just also that. separation from God because when all our sin came upon him on that cross, when he said, take let me take their sin and you punish me. Right. There was the, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me mm. moment when the sin separated God from God. Right. God the Son from God the, the God Father for that time. Yeah. Probably the worst agony of all. Oh my gosh, yeah. To go from that communion, that unity of those three mm-hmm. to being separated mm-hmm. must have been awful. Unbelievable. Oh, we Unbelievable. can never understand that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then I think about the disciples, and almost all of them died martyrs' death, and pretty horrible ones too. Yeah, they Some of them. Attractive. No. No, it wasn't a quick hanging or something. Yeah. All yeah. except for Judah and John, but John was exiled, and Judah hung himself. So none of them had terrifically wonderful ends. No, they didn't either. <laughs> but they were faithful in sharing the gospel to the end of their lives, even though faced with awful opposition and terrible deaths. Yeah, yeah, a <laughs> so wonderful true thing. faithfulness for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I love faithfulness. I want to read mm. one more quick passage, and then we're, we've got to move on to talking about God and family. So, <laughs> um, I just want to read this from um, 2 Timothy. This is Paul writing to um, Timothy at the end of his life, giving yes. Timothy last advice. And uh, at the end of his advice, he says, This is a trustworthy saying. Mm. If we die with him, we will also live with him. If we endure hardship, we will reign with him. If we deny him, 
he will deny us. Hmm. If we are unfaithful, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny who he is. Wow. If we're unfaithful, he still remains faithful. He that can't is be unfaithful. No, he can't. That's incredible. He just can't. Wow. So he that's can't why deny we're who he is. Thankfully, so safe. <laughs> yes. So, oh. <laughs> well, with all the fruit, faithfulness is also a hard one. Yes. You know, it means sacrificing our own will sometimes to be faithful to commitments and right. things like that, and even harder. Um, Let's talk about how we put it into practice practically mm. now. Yes. So <laughs> Those are always the hard starting parts. with God. In yeah. our relationship with God, how do we show faithfulness? Mm. Time with Him. That's such a sacrifice. That sacrifice of time with Him, faithfully meeting with Him, faithfully reading our Bibles, faithfully mm-hmm. attending fellowship with other believers. Just faithfulness and coming back to Him when we sin, to confess our sins. Yep. But that coming back to God constantly and just being willing for him to change us but we have to come to him in faithfulness yeah yeah i think of the five holy habits podcast we did yes (laughs) it's all about the things that are the faithful things one should do yes that song as a kid like read your bible and pray every day you'll grow 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 (laughs) exactly it's simple but not always easy but it's simple it's time with god and it's being faithful even when things don't go our way yes when we lose our job when we lose a child when we have hard things happen to us Mm. to be faithful to god even then i think it blesses his heart because what we're saying is, God, I'm not just loving you because you're giving me what I want. Right. I, I just love you. I love you in the hard times too, not just yeah, when I'm being blessed. Because you are God. Yeah. Period. Whether you're nice to me here or not, no, you're going to be nice to me there. But regardless, you're still God. And don't we all want to be loved like that? Though? Yes. Not what we do, but for who we for are. For who we are. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Jesus faithfulness to God. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. For family, obviously marriage faithfulness. Yeah. I talked about that a lot. And you know, there are times when one wonders what one was thinking when one chose the spouse one chose. <laughs> right? But we made a commitment. <laughs> yes, we did. And therefore, that do we part. work it out. <laughs> yes. That's right. Ray put up a sign and it said divorce-free zone. Yeah. Early in our marriage yep. when we were having multiple reasons to not want to stay together because yes. we weren't getting along terribly well, <laughs> but we just didn't bring up the word. Yep. It was, all right, we're in this together. How are we going to get through the next 50 years arguing as much as we do? <laughs> right. And we did. And we yep. learned to argue much less and we, we blended together, but it takes Aww. faithfulness. And also the other thing I thought of family was care for parents. Oh, yeah. You know, visiting my parents, caring for them, and even though I'm busy, I'm called to honor them. Mm. And that's a faithfulness thing. Oh, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. I thought of marriage first, too. When we first yeah. got married, we said mar- divorce will not be a word that we say or throw at each other or use in any way. Yeah. Um, my kiddos, they had friends recently get divorced, their parents, and they're like, Mom and Dad, will you ever get divorced? And we were talking, we said, We promised God, not just each other, but we stood before God and said, yeah. We promise till death do us part. So I said, well, Guys, we are trying so hard with God's faithfulness and yes. his sustaining us yes. never to entertain that as an option right. but it's hard right. it's not easy because it, it's it's it does easy. come into your mind like nope i promise i wasn't going to use that as a as an escape right. you know but right. it's not easy no and then as a mother to younger children um faithfulness to them and being a godly mom and raising them the way that i should exactly exactly yeah well how about for christians fellow christians how do we mm. show faithfulness to fellow christians yeah i'm thinking by keeping our friendships healthy you know by discussing yeah. any issues yeah. that come up um, fairly quickly, not letting them fester, but mm-hmm. being open mm-hmm. with our friends and loving. Um, and for 
you know, our church family too, being an active and faithful member as much as we can. Yeah. As God calls us to that faithfulness Mm -hmm. to our local church, it really does make a difference. It does. Yeah. Nobody can do everything in the church and it's really silly to think you can. Yes. But what's, (laughs) what's my portion? Yes. What's my part? And I will do it faithfully. If it's sweeping this room, I will sweep it faithfully to God. Yes. (laughs) Big or small, what's my little service and show up and do it. Exactly. And then faithful to not hold grudges, faithful to Ooh, love. Oh, yes. Right? That's a good one, All too. All of those. Yep. I think those are great. And for non-Christians. Mm, I think if we are faithful to God, that those around us will benefit from our becoming more Christ-like and kind. Yep. We can't help but yep. be benefit, yep. benefit from our... Look, mm-hmm. at, look at Joseph. He was faithful in prison, and his warden benefited from that. <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> the prisoners benefited yeah. from that, and they were not believers. Right, so right. If, we are, if we stick to our commitments, um, that shows faithfulness. And I think that points them to Christ because that's not a normal thing we do on our own. No, it is not. Not at all. Not at all. And we, if we say we're going to do something, we should do it. Yes. We just absolutely should. You know, I was thinking this is silly, but I really think showing faithfulness about mowing our lawn is good because, you know, we live in a neighborhood. You don't so much. Yeah. We live in a neighborhood where everybody has to walk past our yard. Oh yeah. (laughs) Your yards all kind of meld into one someplace. Right. Exactly. And to um, be a good neighbor Mm. is to, I mean, our we definitely don't win yard of the month, but we keep it mowed, right? <laughs> right. We and we tidy. don't have, you know, trash cans littering the lawn. Right, right. I, I think part of um, showing faithfulness is doing due diligence as a, as a good neighbor. Yeah. You know, and that good shows it too. And to not do that shows the opposite. It mm. shows someone that is not faithful in small things. Because right. God does want us faithful in small things yeah, as well. It starts there with those little things, doesn't yeah. it? We yeah, it makes a difference. I feel like though, it, we were talking about faithfulness in marriage. We should say one thing mm. to the people that are listening going, I'm divorced. Mm, because yes. here we are rattling on about, you know, my wonderful parents who Our stayed parents married. Our parents are still, and, yes. we're still married. <laughs> so let, let me just say this. We, we haven't walked in your shoes. Mm. And we don't know what you went through. And we absolutely know that there are times when divorce is unavoidable. Yes. You cannot help it. And guess what? Even if it was avoidable and you didn't, hmm. there's this thing called forgiveness yes. that is deep and wide and high and long. God's love does not change. Hmm. And there's always time to be faithful starting now in whatever yes. situation you find yourselves in. So so no false condemnation down on your heads, dear people, that hmm. might have felt it with what we said. Yeah, None. we don't want None. that. No, Absolutely but not. we do wish you faithfulness in the future in whatever mm, you're doing. Yes. So <laughs> there, I just felt like I had to say that. No, that's So <laughs> let us pray. <laughs> oh, Father, ultimately only you are completely faithful. We all fail in big ways and small ways. But Lord, our heart today is to walk in faithfulness, Mm. to be a trustworthy person, to keep our word, to show up, to put aside our own interests and benefit others in faithfulness. So fill us with your spirit, Lord. Give us that fruit that only comes through you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We are so thankful for you, our faithful listeners. It is a joy to share our thoughts and hopes and encouragements to you each week on the Sweet Sailor Moments podcast. Would you consider writing a review for us so more people get to hear about this podcast? Become a podcast partner with us by going to sweetsela.org slash donate. And it's not too late to register for our fall retreat in beautiful New Hampshire, right beside Lake Winnipesaukee. You can find all the information about the retreat by going to sweetsela.org and looking for Refuge Retreat 2023. We'd love to meet you there. 
Next week, we're going to discuss the surprising strength of gentleness in episode 105. Until then, may God help all of us be faithful. Have a great week. We are so glad you stopped for a while with us. The Sweet Sela Moments podcast is a cooperative production of Word Radio and Sweet Sela Ministries. More information about this podcast can be found at sweetsela.org. Thank you for joining us.